What's up, motherfucker? Hello? Look what I'm doing. This is hot. This is hot. Look at me. Ooh. Ooh. Who's turned on? Who's turned on by this rope that you can't see that I'm pulling? It's my penis. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm emailing. You know, I've got. I've lined up this interview with uh, this eighty-something-year-old uh, <laughs> right. uh, Ox- Oxford professor on Ooh. Cold War history, uh-huh. and he said, "Oh, I'm looking forward to listening to a couple of the episodes oh, uh, before I come on." And I'm thinking, nah, "No." You really don't want Should to. I warn him? He's going to yeah. like open up an intro and it's going to be like, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> and he's going to be like, yeah, this is my penis. <laughs> and he's going to be going, what oh, is t- going? Am I on the board? Yeah, I- <laughs> Tell him we, we, we seek to entertain as well as inform. Hence the penis. I, I, figure- <laughs> I figured if he can't figure it out, then, you know, fuck him. They should be a professor. Mm, yeah. Uh, welcome back to the Renaissance, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Renaissance 85 in this year of our coronavirus plague. We are all decameroning it uh, <laughs> nice. in isolation. The one good thing about the plague right. uh, is I get to tell everyone to read The Decameron by Boccaccio. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm like, read it. It's uh, this is what lockdown is all about, baby. I used, they're locked down with some other young, sexy people, but right. you know, that's the best way to do lockdown. That's what um, I would, did. You see the post yeah. I put on our our um, Renaissance Facebook? Probably. What was it? It was um, someone had taken Boccaccio's stories, turned it into a movie. So a bunch of young hot people, you oh, know, yeah. There's, passion it's it's in italian but there are subtitles but still it's it's sexy as hell and it captures his mm. i don't even know what word diversity uh so so check that out uh there's a link on it um for on the facebook page mm. check it out i will yeah by the way we watched, we've watched a couple of italian films recently uh by paolo sorrentino if you're into your european cinema mm-hmm. and if you've seen the young pope and the new pope both uh, written and directed and created by Paolo Sorrentino, check out uh, his films. Youth was one we watched, a recent film he made with Michael Caine and Harvey Keitel as two old guys nice. in like a health retreat in Switzerland, uh, <laughs> trying to figure out you know whether or not their lives have been a complete waste of time. <laughs> like Harvey Keitel and Michael Caine. Like, Come on, right there. Yeah, yeah right there. Right there. Yeah. But, 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 you know, Paolo Sorrentino stuff is all beautifully shot. Uh, beautiful soundtrack, a little bit surreal. There's always a little bit of weird surrealness stuff in it, but beauty, right. he, he's got a way with dealing with old people too. And then we watched, uh, that was, by the way, we watched that on the recommendation of uh, Joffre, Joffre right. uh, Orta Antonio, because uh, my, my uh, Batalonian uh, composer for my film, who, and, and, most, and most of our, uh, mm-hmm. most of the intro music for our shows, over the years, um, he said, "Oh, you really, you love the Paolo Sorrentino. You have to watch this, my friend. It is fantastic. Oh, it's so fantastic. You have to watch Youth, which I did. And then but that's in English. And then uh, the other one, he said, "Oh, you have to watch La Grande Bellezza. But I think you maybe only understand it if you're European. You know, you're. I don't know. You right. it's, uh, so we watched that. It's in Italian." Um, based, it's the story of this old guy living in Rome. Not old; he's, he's his sixty fifth birthday. He's an author, journalist, 
kind of living the high life, high society life, kind of bored with it all right. and the shallowness of it. A little bit like uh, <laughs> La Dolce Vita or Eight and a Half, a couple mm-hmm. of Fellini films from an earlier time. Mm-hmm. But beautiful, beautiful. And this guy's apartment in the film where he lives, on his balcony, uh, it overlooks the uh, Colosseum, like literally the Colosseum's wow. across the road That's on his, from his balcony. Fair. I don't know who the fuck lives in this place in real life, but it's uh, I probably Tony. There. It's probably fucking Tony. Probably. Yeah, yeah, probably Tony. <laughs> fucking Tony. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> Tony's funny. I uh, I said to him, I sent him an email yesterday, and I was like, "Hey, uh, how about we start doing some Zoom calls with our uh, QAV subscribers?" And he goes, yeah, okay, I can do that. I go, oh, what do you want to do on tomorrow? Tomorrow afternoon? He goes, fucking hell, Cam, you've already got me doing two podcasts a week and I'm reviewing the draft of the book that your QAV getting started book you just wrote. Right. Come on, give me a break. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck. The golf balls aren't going to hit themselves. I'm working him too hard. Yes, yes, you are. Like, I know he's not getting paid and I'm taking all of his <laughs> lifetime of experience and I'm, right. I'm monetizing it. Right, yeah. Anywho, back to Renaissance. So, uh, Hernando del Pulgar is where I want to start right. uh, with this episode. Who was Hernando del Pulgar, Ray? Pulgar. Ah, uh, was I? I have quotes from him. I was he a? Uh, was he a? Uh, no, don't guess, Ray. Oh shit! Guessing. I'm not allowed to guess. Fuck! I'm not allowed to guess. Ray. Okay, I have his you words. I yeah, don't know. You didn't, he didn't no. bother to look up to see no. who he was. I'm I'm equally disappointed. No. <laughs> Hernando del Pulgar was the official historiographer mm-hmm. or the historiographer royal under oh, sure. Queen Isabella right. in 1482. He Good wrote job. the official history of the of the nation. And what of his words do you have there, Ray? Well, I have here that uh, he wrote since the absence of these people, we're talking about the Jews, because a lot of them were getting the hell out of town, because even though the king or the pope can talk about tolerance and love and understanding, they see, see the writing on the wall, so they get out of there. So he writes, since the absence of these people depopulated a large part of the country, the queen was informed that commerce was declining, but setting little importance on the decline of her revenue and prizing highly the cleansing of her lands, she said that the essential thing was to purify the country of the sin of heresy, for she understood it to be in God's service and her own. And the representations which made to her about this matter did not alter her decision. We're losing money. Fuck it. I'm doing God's work. I'm not so sure he's talking about Jews here. I, nope. I think he's talking the conversos? about crypto Jews. Crypto yeah, Jews. Okay. Conversos. All right. Yeah. Um, because not a heresy to be a Jew, it's a heresy to be a crypto Jew, right. to pretend. You're a Christian when right. you're really not. Of Christian course, light. as we've said before, there was no actual evidence, no evidence. that any of them were doing this really, but, yeah. uh, you know, evidence, shm evidence. <laughs> um, so the scale of the Inquisition started to rise. They needed more inquisitors. So in 1482, the Pope appointed seven more inquisitors to go to Spain to help them inquisit. Uh <laughs> And one of those was the prior of the friary 
of Santa Cruz in Segovia, Tomas de Torquemada. Yeah. The famous Torquemada. Uh, anyone who's ever heard anything of the Spanish Inquisition has heard of Torquemada. For like Mel Brooks. He, has his, he, he mentions him in one of his songs. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to. Right. Yeah. Uh, by 1492, <laughs> the Kingdom of Castile had tribunals in seven towns up and running. Damn. So they're all over the place. They're like the McDonald's right. of the 15th century in Spain. Everywhere you go, there's a Starbucks or a McDonald's or just a, your, your, your corner right. inquisition. And they're ready to work. Drag the heretics. They're ready to get to work. Yeah. Now, the stories about the conversos that justified the tribunals, as I said before, seem to have been made up. And it just sort of reminds me of the witch trials. Yes. Like in Salem yes. and those places later on. Actually yeah. have that written down. Yeah, young ladies yeah. through whatever death of fathers or whatever, they come into some land, they won't marry someone. Oh, you're a witch. She's burned. Oh, what are we going to do with her possessions? It's exactly what I had. Or you're just a little bit too sexy. That's right. You've got... You've, you've got uh, <laughs> You've got nice boobs, right. nice, nice, nice butt. If you nice smile, right. and the wives are like, "Fuck this bitch! Look at this! Yeah. She smiled at my husband. She's a witch." <laughs> and he ran into a wall because he couldn't. All the blood went south. We got to burn her. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, probably a lot of old rivalries between neighbors, uh, tension. Somebody fucked somebody's daughter, right. and uh, or somebody's <laughs> wife, or right. just had a nice villa. Uh, or you overlooking know, the Colosseum, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, complained uh, about the fact that you didn't uh, keep your lawn nicely trimmed, right? And uh, they're gonna they're gonna come at you by accusing you of being a converso yeah. crypto Jew, and it's just words. You, you, and we don't have to go into this, but I think we said it last time. These people are just being accused, and because either the crown or the church or both are so hypersensitive to this, a lot of times just someone's testimony based on nothing was enough to cause these conversos or crypto or conversos trouble. So this stuff is actually working, and people are losing their their possessions and losing their lives. Yeah, but one of the things that I found interesting with this is it didn't go completely smoothly. And in fact, the Vatican kept trying to intervene to pull it back. It would yes. get out of hand. Or yes. I mean, it was out of hand from the get-go. And I was surprised that a succession of popes over decades tried to get the Spanish to slow their roll on this. Right. You know, I kind of assumed that the Vatican were in there both feet, but uh, no. it, it seems like the Vatican, the popes were a little bit like, listen, <laughs> whoa, whoa, horsey. Me, yeah, Pull yeah, back on the road. a bad rap over whoa. there. Like, slow the fuck down. Yeah. What's going on? For right. example, Isabella, one of the things that the, the Pope did from the get-go when he issued the papal bull that allowed them to do this was to basically put it in control of the crown, the Spanish yes. crown. Yes. And so Isabella created this governing structure for the tribunals called the Supreme Council or the Suprema for mm -hmm. short. The president of the council with the title of Inquisitor General Badass. was given to Torquemada. Right. But bishops, there was a couple of ecclesiastical uh, like people on the, the council, but it, all the bishops in the land weren't involved. So you think about, like, the church has had this power structure in place for fucking centuries. Yes. Where you have bishops that, that basically 
of the the nobility, you know, of the, of the third estate throughout the land, and they they have a spent a lifetime getting to know the people, uh, including you would imagine the conversos, right? The, the, the newest members of welcoming their churches, them in, and, yes. Yeah. And and those converses are paying ta- uh, uh, tithing and and taxes to the bishops, and that's how the bishops make their money. And they're, mm-hmm. they're these people, all of a sudden, they they see these people getting hauled up on these charges, which they uh, probably have a fair idea whether or not these people are fake Christians or sure. real Christians because right. they're the bishop. Uh, and so, and the bishops are being cut out of this whole Inquisition <laughs> yes. business, the Supreme Council now. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're objecting because they're like, whoa, well, hold on. These are good people and you're fucking up my shit here. <laughs> like I had this, I had my region. Had it down pat. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I had this working like Gus Fring <laughs> at uh, Hermanos, uh, the, the Pollo de Hermanos, whatever the fuck his chicken shop is called. Like efficient, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Smooth you know, pull, pull, pull out that chip. Chip basket and clean it again. It's not quite perfect. <laughs> you come along, you fuck it up. I'm not sure if it's that <laughs> or if they're like, right. oh, hey, hey, uh, where's my cut? Where's right. my cut of the converso bribes? Let me, let me a lot wet of my beak. Going on. Yeah. Yeah. I got the wet on my beak. <laughs> you understand. Uh, yeah. Hey, you where's my cut of the uh, bribery? So I'm not sure. What's your take right. on it after studying this deeply for the oh, last week? Well, you say week, I say hours. But uh, again, like most situations, it's multi-layered. You've you've got the um, you've got the Inquisition gaining not only spreading uh, throughout the lands, but it's also gaining importance. And so, when you have something like that, you've got the king and the pope trying to claim control of it. You've got that dynamic going on, and the dynamic you've already mentioned uh, a second ago was that it does start to get a little out of hand, and they're burning people, and the and the evidence is really weak. And so, even the pope, who's supposed to be I guess what God's represented on earth, on earth is going, whoa, whoa, you need to slow down because why? You're giving the Inquisition a bad name and nobody wants to see that. So you've got those dynamics going on. Then you've got this other stuff that we're going to go into about the local customs and local laws. They're being overridden. And the last thing that you just mentioned is the, the normal, regular church officials are being pushed aside by the people who are working for the Inquisition who seem to be equal but separate but working for the king but we're not really sure and so you've got all these you've got all these uh layers working against each other but the point is this is coming to a head someone's got to control these guys who's going to control the officers of the Inquisition who's going to pay them and who's going to benefit from all of the money they're raking in when they do take some Jews uh, possessions so there's just a lot of uh, forces here at play I just saw it as a power grab money uh, authority and uh, pride they're just they're, they're going at each other for various reasons Trouble at mill. Oh, no. What sort of trouble? One on crossbeam's gone out of skew on treadle. Pardon? One on crossbeam's gone out of skew on treadle. I don't understand what you're saying. One of the crossbeams has gone out of skew on the treadle. <laughs> what on earth does that mean? I don't know. Mr Wentworth just told me to come in here and say that there was trouble at the mill, that's all. I didn't expect a kind of Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Our chief weapon is surprise. Surprise and fear. Fear and surprise are two weapons. Our fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency are three weapons. Our fear and surprise.
eyes and ruthless efficiency and an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope are four, no. <laughs> Amongst our weapons, amongst our weaponry, are such elements as fear... I'll come in again. <laughs> I didn't expect a kind of Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Amongst... Our weaponry are such diverse elements as fear, surprise, ruthless efficiency, and almost fanatical devotion to the Pope and nice red uniform. Oh, damn. <laughs> I, I can't say it. You'll have to say it. What? You'll have to say the bit about our chief weapons are. Oh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I didn't expect a kind of Spanish Inquisition. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, nobody... The funny, the funniest bit about this, like in visuals, is the three guys who run in, Michael Palin, Terry Gilliam and Terry Jones, they're all wearing, you know, Inquisition red garb cloaks, except Terry Terry Jones has got on a World War One fighter's ace leather cap and <laughs> flying goggles. <laughs> that is hilarious. And it's supposed to, is. and it says yeah. at the beginning it's taking place in 1912 too, so uh, oh my anyway, God. It's, it's just bizarre. He, um, expects. Uh, expects. Nobody expects the um, Spanish um, Inquisition. Uh, I know, I know. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. In fact, those who do expect. Our chief weapons are. Our chief weapons are. Um, uh, uh, surprise. Surprise. Stop, stop, stop there, stop there, stop. Ah. Our chief weapon is a surprise. Blah, 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 blah. Cardinal, read the charges. You are hereby charged that you did, on diverse ways, commit heresy against the Holy Church. My own man. That's enough! <laughs> now, how do you plead? We're innocent. We'll soon change your mind about that. Fear, surprise, no more ruthless. Ooh. The rack, he pulls out a dish drain. You... Right. Tie her down. (laughs) (laughs) That's all visual humour. God, I haven't seen that in 30 years, man. Yeah, I gotta watch it again. Yeah, it's been a long Uh, time. I can't believe I was listening last week and I'm like, why did I play the Spanish Inquisition sketch? What was I thinking? (laughs) I did. I had to squeeze it in there. It's the corona. Uh, um, yes. So uh, yeah. So we, I was talking about the bishops, and they so they were unhappy for some yes. reason. One of those, one of the above reasons, they were yeah. unhappy. So they complained to the Pope. Mm-mm. Now the Pope insisted that from that point on, all of the tribunals had to fall under the command of the bishops. Ooh. Now power the play. bishops, yeah, yeah, power play. And now this pisses off. <laughs> the monarchy, Isabella and Ferdinand. Right. So they complained to the Pope, who ignored their complaints. In fact, he gave new instructions, a new papal bull, 
which sort of showed that he was quite partial to the conversos. He, I mean, come yeah. on, they converted. Like, yeah. what, what, they what did. more do you fucking want? What you asked. And there, we got more paying customers. Win-win. Yeah, yeah come on. More numbers, more tithing, <laughs> more more gold. Less Jews. In, in my f- come on. Less Jews, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 more, more statues. I can, I can have you right. know Michelangelo and and people do for him <laughs> paintings and, and Sistine getting, chapels and can I come yeah, on? I'm getting paid. Yeah. yeah. What like what? But I don't more, understand the yeah. problem here. Yeah. Um. So he says, look, you know, put it from now on. The bishops, uh, aka my people, right. are in control, and let's let's just take it a little bit fucking easy on the investors. <laughs> So, so the monarchy took steps to sort of uh, 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 assert their control over the appointment and payment of the inquisitors. Well, like, okay, well, it's under your control, but we're just not going to pay anyone. Right. Uh, so let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> in, especially in Aragon on Ferdinand's uh, home turf. So yeah. um, it, it, it's sort of escalating this tension between the Pope and Isabella and Ferdinand, which sort of culminates in a new papal ball that Sixtus IV issues on the 18th of April, 1482. Some some people have called it the most extraordinary ball (laughs) in the history of the Inquisition. Now, there's a lot of ball flying around during the Inquisition, but this was the most extraordinary (laughs) ball. Uh, do you have any wording from the bull? Believe it or not, I do. It says the Pope is protesting that in Aragon, Valencia, Marocca, Catalonia, the Inquisition has for some time moved, been moved not by zeal for, for the faith and salvation of souls, but by lust for wealth, and that many true and faithful Christians, on the testimony of enemies, rivals, slaves, and other lower and even less prosperous persons, like podcasters, have without any legitimate proof been thrust into secular prisons, tortured and condemned condemned as relapsed heretics, deprived of their goods and property handed over to the secular arm to be executed, to the perils of souls, setting a pernicious example and causing disgust to many. So he's basically calling them out on what we suspect a lot of this is about, about power grab and about money and and punishing people you probably don't like in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, Shout out to uh, Pope Sixtus here. Good on like, him. Not one of, not one of my favourite popes, no. to be honest. Like we've talked about him a lot in the past. A bit of a dick, Pope Dixtus. <laughs> um, Pope, I'm sexy and I know it. Tried to have, uh, wasn't he the guy that tried to have the Medici <laughs> assassinated? Yes. Pretty sure it was yeah. Pope Sixtus who. Uh, He's like, I don't want to know, but go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, like, uh, don't kill anyone. They said, what if we have to? Well, well just don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Plausible yeah. deniability. <laughs> yeah. So, like, not not a great, uh, not a great Pope, to be honest. No. But. Uh, but he feels he's in the right here. He feel, And he's going, I mean, he's talking to king, a king and a queen. That's pretty intense. Yeah. But he, but he's, like, calling, calling them out for being too Catholic. <laughs> You're being. You, you're, you're taking be, this way too seriously. Yeah, come on. Like I'm the Pope, and even I'm saying, "Oh, now you're, now you're really fucking." You're you crossed the line, mate. Yeah. yeah. Look, 
Yeah. Don't you understand? This is all about money. Yes. We we just want the money. We Char- don't really care Gen- what people believe. Wow. Like, what's is what is your problem? Pal- so anyway, he gave orders that from now yeah. on, the accused were to be told what their claims about their crimes were in <gasps> advance. Shot gasp. Were to be given the chance to defend themselves. Oh my god. Could, could only be held in episcopal jails. Right. And could submit an appeal to the Pope. Whoa, that doesn't sound like the Inquisition I know and have come to love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as it turned out, uh, that didn't last very long because Ferdinand <laughs> uh, was furious Shut that, that shit the Pope down. was interfering yeah. and wrote a letter ba- back to the Pope basically telling him to fuck off and leave <laughs> them to run their kingdom the way they saw fit. Yeah, basically, I, I heard some stuff. And it was so outrageous. I knew. I just knew it couldn't come from you. However, because of that, and or if there, maybe you've hit your head. I will never uh, <laughs> let this stuff take effect. Go fuck yourself, Your Eminence. Yeah. So the Pope basically pulled his head in yeah. and retracted yes. his bull, <clears throat> giving the conversos the right of appeal and the right to know what the actual charges were nope. and all that kind of stuff. All gone. And left it all in the hands of the Spanish crown. So Ferdinand wins. He controls the Inquisition, which is spreading and growing and becoming a power unto itself. And so there are going to be, as we'll get into later, political advantages to all this. So basically they... they bashed each other's heads and Ferdinand wins and now he's going to run with this thing because there's certain advantages he's getting out of this besides money. Then to make matters worse, in 1483, the Pope issued a new bull. Here we go. Give Officially giving the crown full authority and putting the whole Inquisition into the hands of Torquemada. Oh my All God. All right, you guys yeah. just do as you see fit. Pope yeah. out. Right. Uh, I'll leave it to you. So for the next 50 years, conversos continue to complain to popes about the way that they're being treated. Popes try to get involved, try to moderate the Spanish crown, Mm -mm. but with little success. Yes. So, but there are continued tensions between the Spanish crown and the papacy. You know, this isn't the sort of thing that the popes are comfortable with, surprisingly. (laughs) I normally don't hear the word no, and you're telling me no, so it's a new reality for me. I'm going to take, I'm going to need some time to adjust. But again, I may be overly cynical here, but the way I, you know, I pick through all of this is that there is, uh, there's money at stake here. Yes. Uh, Particularly when a lot of the, uh, a lot of the conversos start leaving, getting the fuck out of Spain. (laughs) Yes. Um, uh, so then that means they're leaving the bishopric that they're in. The bishops aren't making money. The bishops aren't able to send that money to the popes. Popes are like, whoa, whoa what's <laughs> happened to revenues? <laughs> You're down and, 20%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to make that up, man. <laughs> like, it, it's so there's money. So the, it's all about, I, I would guess, at the end of the day, for both the popes and the Spanish crowns, about power and money. As we talked about in an earlier episode, Isabella and Ferdinand are on fairly thin political ice. Yeah. Uh, you know, does they, neither of them have the full support of the nobility throughout the country. They've just fought a brutal civil war. They barely, barely got on top of it. Cost a lot of money. And so, yeah, they're using this to sort of stabilise them. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like, 
Yeah, in, in part, it kind of reminds me of, you know, in a modern era where if there are economic or political troubles in a Western country, they start going, oh, oh, oh China. Everyone, look at China. Enemy. They're, fucking, they're coming at us. Foreigners. Oh, yeah, or it's... Yeah. The, it's the it's the Muslims that are right. coming into it's the Mexicans coming in that are causing all the troubles. It's you know you, they're they're sort of focusing the populace right on an imaginary enemy. Yes. Yeah, yes, that they can take their anger out on and look at the great job that we've done. We look at how many people we've burned this week. We're we're on top of it. Um, you know, I think it's yeah. a cunning political move. But from the Pope's perspective, it's money. What's happening to my revenues? My revenues are down. It's your fault. Cut that shit out. Right. I mean, maybe that's too cynical. Maybe there is genu- genuine religious uh, sentiment driving both parties. But, yeah, yeah. I, look, I don't think so. Like, ha- having spent the last X number of years studying psychopaths and coming mm. to the conclusion that members of the monarchy and, and the papacy are probably mostly psychopaths, I, I, I think there's psychopath motives going on here, not... Uh, genuine religious concerns right well if i can throw my two cents in one i think you're right because you have to remember that the pope is still fighting wars in italy he needs money and two we're going to find this out later so i won't go too far into it but as as the inquisition spreads ferdinand's how should i put this um control his direct control over places within the Iberian Peninsula spreads right along with it and so I think maybe because you know they just won this war that was going on for 700 years um, things are still a little touchy um, he, he doesn't really control as much as someone might think that he controls based on the on this title that he's king so as we're going to find out he's able to clamp down on a lot of places that were semi-autonomous from him so between between political power between pushing the pope out the inquisition is serving him well and as we're going to see time and again he then he more than defends it against anybody that challenges uh what he's trying to do yeah so in the kingdom of Aragon, conversos had been involved in the, the high-ranking uh, ranks. The yeah. high-ranking ranks? That's good for me. The senior ranks, that's yes. very where I was going, of finance and politics for a long time. Had lots of powerful friends, including high-ranking old Christians yes. as, compo- as, a, as opposed to new Christians like themselves. And these old Christians tried to come to their defense, and and even apparently the broader population was kind of horrified at what was going on. Right. When the nobility of Aragon complained to Ferdinand, he wrote them a letter telling him to back the fuck off right. too. <laughs> he said, well, listen, uh, and this is a classic line, look, if, if there aren't heretics among them, then they've got nothing to worry about. It's all good. What are you bitching Let about? Let the Inquisition do its job and relax. They're yeah. just looking for heretics. If there are no heretics, yeah, uh, then there's there's no problem. Everyone just chill the fuck out. Right. But one that's like in America after 9-11 saying, we're taking away your rights, but don't worry about it. If you're not a traitor or an enemy of the state, what do you care that we're listening to all your conversations? You know, don't worry about it. Are you with us or against us? But the, but the other part of this is that... Um, 
when these when these people that are chosen by Torquenada are going in, they're from different regions, and they come in, and each little part, of, you can call it province, you can call it whatever part of the uh, the empire, the the kingdom here, is they each have their own little customs, laws, traditions, and whatever, and they take this shit very seriously. And when these Inquisition guys come in and they start punishing people, not just accusing but punishing them, they're like, whoa, 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 you're not observing the way we do things. So they're getting pissy about that as well. So the best that the conversos have got going for them, and you just said this a second ago, is they've got the old established families uh, fighting for them. They've got the rich, they got the gentry. It might not be principle. It's just that you are not doing the way you're not doing things the way we do them. And here's the king going, "Fuck all that. If if you've got nothing to hide, then you shouldn't care that my guys are in there burning, you know, heretics." But that's not the point. They just don't like having their rights trampled. No elites do. Yeah. There was also uh, this idea in Aragon in particular, I think, of mm-hmm. the fuero. Yes. There was the, the fueros. It was more about a, a, a series of laws that these towns or villages had where they were given uh, some autonomy, basically yeah. left to run their, you know, you can run your own town the way right. you see fit. As long as you, you know, it's a bit like yeah. Rome with Rome's you provinces. Conform. As long as you pay, pay yeah. your taxes, yeah, yeah. Uh, throw some troops at us uh, when we go to war. You get to be top Basic- dog. You're top dog. Yeah, here. I get that. Yeah. Basically, basically, you you run your own you run your own camp. Just make right. sure you uh, you know pony you, up. You cough cough up the coin. And so they <laughs> right. say, well, hold on a second. I thought we had uh, autonomy here. You're sending these fuckers in doing this shit. Right. We don't want any of that. And 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 he's like, eh, fuck off with your fueros. Right. And he actually Ferdinand <laughs> said, if you're not careful, I'll get rid of the fueros altogether. So you know, you only have oh. them. Because, because of the I... beneficence of the crown. Oh, so shit. just fucking be careful. Right. Now, uh, in 1484, one town in Aragon refused to let the Inquisitors enter. Uh-oh. So the Inquisitors excommunicated the <laughs> entire town and they told the that? magistrates they were all fired. Well, <laughs> depends who you ask. Now, remember that this is what the Pope did to Florence when they refused yes. to hand over Lorenzo. Carte blanche. Boom. You're, you're all, all fucked. You're all yeah. going to hell. Now, to for hell. those of those of us that aren't Catholics, I want right. to point out that excommunication is serious business. If you recall yes. Yes. the episodes that we did way, 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 way back, the way that the bishop in um, fucking what was his name, uh, Theodosius, Bishop of Milan, right? Um, I've, I've Ambr- struggled to remember his Am- name. Ambrose. Am- thank Ambrose. you. Ambrose. Uh-huh. The way that Ambrose of Milan got Theodosius I in the late 300s to make Christianity the only state religion in the first place was to excommunicate him. Right. Because the thing is, if you're excommunicated, it means you can't uh, go to confession. If you can't yes. go to confession and you're sick and you're going to die and you can't confess your sins, you don't, get, you don't get an indulgence and, right. and you go to hell. Right? Yes. So... No excommunication, no yeah. Like yeah. for those of us that are atheists, you know, we're like, "Fuck you!" Excommunicate <laughs> this motherfucker, you know. But it's for for true believing Catholics, this was serious business. You yes. you might die and end up in hell, right? Because <clears throat> you've been excommunicated. So anyway, the Inquisitors excommunicate the entire town. They complete. They complain to the Pope, who yeah. removed the excommunication. 
Yeah, uh, hell yeah. I think the Latin term for that is uh, exentia excommunicado a, or that might be a magic spell off of Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry I'm not Potter, sure. exactly. So the Inquisitors <laughs> complained to the king, and the king, Ferdinand, ordered the nobility of the land around the city to rise up and help the Inquisitors take the town by force, but the nobility gave him the middle finger. <laughs> so he ended up sending in the army yes. to take the town by force if they didn't give in and they gave in. And this, of right. course, is a warning sign to the rest of the country. No point putting up any resistance or trying to fight the Inquisition if you do King Ferdinand's going to send in the fucking army. Right. And the Pope so can't do just fuck let all. It, yeah. Let yeah. the Inquisition come and fuck you up the ass uh, <laughs> because that's what they're going to do right. and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah. So so this is the spring of 1485. Terrell has to give in. And like you said, he can he, – in future – in fact, in the future, the king is going to go, hey, Terrell, that's all I got to say from now on because – and I and I think this was one of the few towns that was more autonomous than other towns. It gets completely shut down. All the positions in the town are now directly responsible to the king. He gets to appoint everybody. They lose what freedoms they have. This is a warning to other towns throughout his kingdom. This the Inquisition will always win because I will always back it, and the Pope cannot help you. End of message. Now, Barcelona had got on the front foot. They're like, well, if we're going to have an Inquisition, we will have our own Inquisition. Hell yeah. With our own Inquisitor General. We know so how to do it. So they set up, yeah, they set up their own Inquisition and they'd be like, listen, you know, look, it's okay. We know you, we got it's this. fine. Yeah. We're just, it's, we're doing like a, a fake Inquisition <laughs> because, uh, you know, then we can say, oh, uh, okay, I'll ask him, but I don't think he'd be very interested. We've we'll already go got motions. one, you see. Yeah, we'll go through the We've motions. We've already got oh. an Inquisition. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, but then Torquemada moved to close it down and oh. set up his own. He goes, no, 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 listen, listen. There ain't no Inquisition like a Torquemada Inquisition. <laughs> I'm the Coffee only mug. guy who can right. do Inquisitions. <laughs> right. Uh, so... Everyone, just uh, thank you for your efforts. <laughs> thank uh, you for everything you've done. We appreciate done. it. You've right. kept the seat warm, but we're here now and we're going to do this shit properly. Yeah. yeah. So the people of Barcelona complained to the king and Ferdinand again said, uh, listen, it's okay. Just let, let Tokamata do his thing. And he said, no cause nor interest, however great, will make us suspend the Inquisition. Damn. This shit is for real. So, so it's in some ways because we we were making this point a couple of minutes ago. In some ways, this has nothing to do with the conversos. This is about power, control on a city level, and the king is winning time and time again. Well, yes and no. Like, uh-huh. it, it, like the books I was reading, and I apologize in advance because everything I know about this I got from books. But sucker, the books that I was reading were saying that. You know, he didn't, Ferdinand didn't really increase his power or his wealth directly mm-hmm. much through this process. Um, like, he didn't end up with anything on paper no. that meant that he was more powerful as, as a result of this. No. But I... Yeah. Sorry, yeah. 
No, no, I apologize. I, I, I was just going to say real quick that it's not so much about from now on, this is mine. It's from now on when I say something, even though it's unofficial or it's whatever, if you never say no to me, it's the same thing as if I had come in and taken direct control. So don't ever tell the king no and everything will be fine. That was the, the impression that I got, that he's winning influence to the point where no one's allowed to gainset him. Yeah, well, to me, it reminds me most mm-hmm. of all of Stalin's purges. Mm-hmm. He's going through and going, loyal, not loyal, loyal, not loyal, loyal, not loyal. Yeah. Are you loyal? Well, I'm not even a converser. I'm an old Christian. doesn't matter. If yeah. I if I point the finger at you, yeah. the Inquisition can come, say you're an actual heretic, Boom. and you're fucked. You're out of here, yeah. right? So yeah. it's a way of... It seems to me, on the surface anyway, of a way of Ferdinand being able. He has a, he has a religious tool, right. better than a political tool. Oh yes. right? it's not a because you can't politicize this because it's about religion. Right, it's a religious mechanism that he can use to remove his political enemies, or at least threaten to remove. Yeah his political enemies, if they get out of line, the next thing you know, the Inquisition's knocking right. at your door because nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> and they're always in the wrong. When he accuses someone, when the Inquisition accuses you, you are automatically, morally, whatever you want to call it, perceived to be in the wrong. It's beautiful. It's a magic wand. Yeah. Now, back to Barcelona, the nobility yeah. of the city continued to complain, said that their merchants... A lot of them were uh, conversos, were yes. shutting down and leaving Hell yeah. before they could be brought up on Inquisition charges, and it was destroying the city. Uh, and they so, but Ferdinand just said, "Hey, remember that place that I sent in the army? Do you want a bit of that?" And they went, <laughs> "No." And he said, "Okay." Now here's the thing, right? The, all in all, you know, you know, we kind of have this. Um, idea of the Inquisition that it went through and, and, and burned at the stake hundreds of thousands of people. Right. It, like the witch trials, probably have suffered from some overblown hype and propaganda yeah. over the centuries. Uh, it, it wasn't quite as bad as we may think mm-hmm. uh, in terms of actual executions. It, they certainly terrorised the oh, population. Yes. For centuries, right, uh, they were used as a tool of mass uh, control and oppression and terror, but they didn't actually end up killing as many people as you may think. For example, in the whole year of 1488, they burnt only seven people. In wow. 1489, only three people. But the point was that they were there. Yes, it's a tool. You could, it's a bit like, you know, I talked about um, the purges before. It's also a little bit like, I don't know, the the secret police, the Stasi secret police yes. in East Germany. Or, or, or the FBI or, or the yeah. CIA. Yeah. They're there. The FBI in the US. They're there. The way, that, the way that Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover used the FBI for decades. Right. Uh, if, if you're a troublemaker, a political troublemaker, if you're an activist or if you're fighting for black rights or if you're fighting for uh, uh, against the big corporations and capitalism, if you're trying to get better uh, better conditions for workers, 
uh, Hoover can just come in and accuse you of being a communist, and you're fucked. You're done. It's like it, yeah. it's very much like the McCarthy uh, trials, you know, and uh, uh, the Red Scare in the US. Yeah. This is the the Heresy Scare, which is, you know, the Red Scare in the US is basically the American equivalent of the Inquisition and and this. You know, right. being accused of being a communist or a socialist in the US for the last hundred years. That's all it took. Is basically the equivalent of being accused of being a heretic. You're fucked. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to burn you on the stake, but, you know, during, well, during the, the blacklist era, you, you could be ruined. Yeah, as, uh, as Victor Santoki knows so well, because his uh, stepfather and his mother got, and, and I think his actual father too, mm-hmm. all got caught up in this. Um, you know, they got they they were blacklisted and, yeah. and uh, went through this whole period. And, and Victor's you know grew up in in Hollywood, and he knows knew all the people uh, like uh, Dumbo, not Dum- Dumbo. What was his name? The playwright. Um, uh, something that sounds like Dumbo. Victor will send me an email and tell me I'm a fucking idiot after this. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Mumbo, Dumbo. Uh, Brian Cranston made a film about him recently, which I haven't seen. I need to track down a sec. Mm. He was an American screenwriter, playwright, who um, got blacklisted, had his life destroyed. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so basically that's it. It's a weapon of terror to enforce conformity. Yes. And, and political conformity is my take on the whole thing. But there was never any doubt as to who the Inquisition was mostly targeting. Of the 1,199 people it investigated in Catalonia between 1488 and 1505, most in their absence, because they had got the fuck out of Dodge before the Inquisition could haul them up on charges, Right. all but eight were conversos. Oh. See, I, I still need someone, and again, we need a time machine. I need someone to explain this to me. You made them either literally or you pressured them into converting, and yet you still don't trust them because you know they converted through force. I don't understand the mentality. You made them, they converted, and and you have this idea that they're practicing their old ways in the privacy of their own, own home, and that's not good enough for you, and you have to go after these people. It's, it's just a... It's just this hill or whatever. I just can't. I just can't make sense of it, unless it's just other reasons that we'll probably go into later. Well, we just went into them. Well, there was there like, was another. There was one more that I don't think we went into, which was maybe some people wanted to be able to to because we were saying earlier that the Jews were pretty much up to a point. Um, well intertwined in some of the higher levels of the monarchy and in financing and government, things like that. And now the conversos are maybe they're trying to weed them out of positions of power and influence because that's also what's, what's the end result is taking place as well. Well, in Aragon, the conversos decided the only way to stop the madness was to assassinate the inquisitors. Oh, that's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Because again, well, they got to come up with something. I don't know, man. Armed, yeah, armed revolution does work. I mean, from time to time, right? 
So, but what you're talking about here is that the elites of the conversos, they are so desperate. They don't want to end up like Terrell. They don't want to end up losing everything. So someone brings up the idea, and you've said this before. They were gathered around a whiteboard. Hey, listen up. There's no bad ideas. Let's just start throwing stuff out. Let's see what sticks. And someone comes up with the idea of assassination. And some second schmuck said, yes, I think that's a good idea. What could possibly happen in response? And so a plan was made. Well, on the night of the 15th and 16th of September, uh, well, the night of the 15th, morning of the 16th, yeah. 1485, the Inquisitor Pedro Arbues was kneeling in prayer <laughs> before the high altar of the Cathedral of Saragossa. Does this sound familiar? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, you're talking about when the, your priest used to kneel down in front of you when you went to church and go just... Uh, just let me suck on it for a little bit. It's just it's not. Let me purify it's not it. Gay if, let me, it's, it's not right. gay if we do it in a church. It's, right. it's spiritual. As long as you don't orgasm, it's not a sin. That's what I was told. Anyway, no, just just the violence. This guy is in prayer. He's in a cathedral, and I'm assuming something mm. bad's going to uh, happen. Like the Medici, yes, and uh, our guy in uh, Milan, yes, to the north, uh, yeah, yeah, jeez. Yeah, and it's all in the same time period too, you know, in the 1480s. So he's in church, he's praying beneath his gown. He wears a coat of chain mail. On his head he has a steel cap because he had been warned that there were threats against his life, but it wasn't enough to save him. So eight conspirators hired by conversos, so eight assassins hired by conversos, entered the cathedral, snuck up behind him, Tiptoeing, going shh, shh to each other you all the way. Shh, 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 shh. He can hear that. You're not shushing quietly. You have to shush quietly. I'm only talking he he's got, to tell he's you got to a shut up. cap on his fucking head. You can't hear anything. Shut up. What, what was that? Is this the right guy? How do we know this is the right guy? Let, Who farted? I just heard somebody <laughs> fart. I, he's going to smell that. He can't smell it. Worst if he smelt it, he dealt assassin it. I mean, seriously. ever. Oh, my God. Go ask him who he is. Because I don't want to stab the wrong guy in a church. Go on, go ask him. And they stabbed him in the back. The first blow apparently went through his neck. Mm. And then as he got up and staggered away, the rest of them just kept stabbing right. him like Julius Caesar. Paul the Caesar, yeah. Jeez. So uh, he died uh, well within 24 hours uh, from his wounds. Apparently the neck wound was the one that did him in. Right. And of course... This does not turn out to be a good thing for the conversos uh, of uh, Aragon because the people are in shock. Yes. That, look, we know these inquisitors are dicks, but you can't just go around murdering them. Like, come on. Church. So. All the opposition, the old Christians, the gentry, the people who are bitching about their individual rights and this is not how we do things, all that shit goes away. And now the conversos are hated. The inquisitors come into their own. They have the support of the people. Ferdinand now doesn't have any opposition. It is go time for the inquisition. Abuez was declared a saint. This is the inquisitor who was murdered. Right. Miracles were worked using his blood. Sure, because I don't know if you know that. No, I right. did but not. One of the one of the one of the benefits of killing a holy man right. is you can then uh, use his blood. By the way, as somebody reminded me on the show, you know what we need to get rid of? All we need to get rid of 
coronavirus right. is <gasps> yes. one of those shiny little things that reflects the sun. Yes. Uh, that, Confect. Um, what's his face? Fucking Gutenberg. Yeah. Was manufacturing. We can have this thing you know, whipped. Re- reflects, takes the holy light <laughs> from wherever it was. I can't remember where he was collecting holy light it, it, from somewhere it was where a there was church. a saint, some relics. Yes, yes. There was something hanging up in between the the tower where the sun would come through and it would bounce. Off. I can't remember, uh, but yeah, whole, was it the ho- the holy foreskin? <laughs> I think that's where. Yes, I think it was the holy. I think it was collect. It was collecting the the reflected light, light from the rays, the holy foreskin rays. You're the holy ray for you've got the holy ray foreskin. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just <laughs> my penis is the cure. The the radiation, <laughs> oh. the ray. <laughs> Deation from the you know the your foreskin right? Do you have do you have a foreskin? No, you don't have a foreskin. I don't. I'm memory. sorry. No, no. <laughs> uh, but if you kiss my penis, COVID gone. Boom. Well, we just get a foreskin. Say it's yours. It's the holy ray Ooh, foreskin. I like. Uh, and if and I like this better. It. Yeah. And we sell it. We, can, we should be. We should be. Yeah. We we know how this is done. We've studied this. How to make well, money during a play. Yeah. We should be the experts on this. Uh, when, when? Wait, 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 was I? I oh yeah. I don't know. Miracles were worked with his blood. Mobs roamed the street looking for conversos. A national assembly voted to suspend the fueros oh. while the search. So they basically suspended uh, the law of yeah. the land. It's 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 uh, martial law. Martial law. Yeah, de- gets declared. Yeah, suspending habeas corpus. Done. It's what Trump's going to do any day now. Yeah. Tr- mark my words. Any day now, Trump is going to declare martial law. Yeah. Um. And now the Inquisitors really come into their own. The first auto de phase, the acts of faith, which is the greatest term for it. No, well, look, no, we're not burning people at the stake. No. This is an act of faith, really, oh, is what we're saying here. Right. Like Barry and Stan got paid a fortune for this one. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's not. It's not an execution. No, that's that. That would be that would be harsh. You're not no, looking this at is it an right. Act, yeah, yeah. This is an act of faith. We're we're doing this to save their souls, sure. from committing more sins. You right. see what I'm saying? Oh, so th- we're helping them right. by burning them alive. You burn them a little now, so that they don't burn forever in hell. That's it. Yes, there that's you the go. tagline <laughs> on the poster. <laughs> little Bernie, Bernie now. Defay. Right. Yeah. Auto de Ray, but a little bit of burning now saves you a lot of burning later. Eternal burning. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's a coffee mug. Somebody get that up there. That's two coffee mugs tonight. Burn. (laughs) Marketing. Burn. Hey, a little bit of burn. Um. So, yeah, they, they start doing this again on the 28th of December, 1485. And this goes on for about a year, just uh, burning the murderers yes. of the Inquisitor and anyone who knew about it oh, or thought about God. it or you know read about it and didn't do anything <laughs> to save him. <laughs> right. The, uh, one, of the, one of the accused murderers had his hands cut off Damn. And nailed to the door of the local government building. Then his corpse was dragged to the marketplace, beheaded, quartered, 
And this is my favourite bit. Pieces of his body were then suspended in the streets of the city just as a reminder Hanging out. of what would happen. Right. Yeah. Like street lamps. Yeah. And, and the, you were saying this a second ago, but be, there was either a lot of people involved in at least the discussions or the plannings or a lot of people of the conversos were assumed to have been involved in like, oh, if this happened, there's no way this guy over here could not have known about it. Therefore, he's guilty. So a lot of people are get caught up in this, whether they are guilty or not. A lot of people are killed. A lot of people lose their um, their uh, possessions as well. So this goes on for a while because the people are just so shocked and angry. It's going to take a while for their venom to uh, to dissipate. Another guy who was accused committed suicide in his cell the day before he was to be executed by breaking a glass lamp and swallowing the fragments of glass. Damn. They did the same thing to his body anyway. Yes. But, uh, You're not getting out of anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't stop there. For the next seven years, the highest ranking Converso families in Aragon were executed tortured and executed and their bodies disassembled uh, for being part of the conspiracy, uh, whether or not they really were or not. Bodies were torn apart, quartered, burned, uh, sometimes uh, before or after they had the chance to commit suicide. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's just, it was like mass murder of the Converso families. Now, it's such a bad idea, this assassination, the repercussions of it were so extreme and predictable right. that some hist- historians wonder if it was really the conversos that had the guy assassinated or if the crown orchestrated the whole thing, if it was a false flag affair yes. to just give them evidence to, uh, or, or give them not evidence, to give them a justification right. to just ramp up the Inquisition. But... There's no evidence to support that conspiracy theory. Like all good conspiracy theories, it's just a theory. But you yep. have to think. Yes. Like, this is the worst, worst thought through assassination <laughs> since Julius Caesar. And <laughs> we're just going to kill him. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, can I, sorry. Uh, yes, there's a hand up the back. Who's that? Uh, Barry? Barry, what's. Oh, I'm just wondering, uh, Stan. Uh, uh, what happens after we do this? Step like, two? I, What's step no, two? No, no, well, we, we, we kill him, Barry. Yeah. We kill him. That's Do then, I have to fucking explain this to you again? So I've already done it five times. Look, we, we step one, right. we, we go into the cathedral. Step two, you pull out your sword. Step three, we stab him with times. the swords. Right. Step four, he dies. What's, what's so hard to understand, Barry? Step five, if I may, is sunshine and rainbows. Because that's what's going to happen after Caesar's dead. I mean, that's fine. But I do. But going back to this, I have to ask. I you can we can either call this the the cam test or the Cicero test. Qui bono? Who benefits? It's not the mm. conversos. So again, are they that stupid? Or you could say they were that desperate. But still, it's pretty stupid. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do that, do that and get out of dodge. Yeah. But uh, just hang around, yeah. Have a fall guy or something, something, yeah. Anyway, we have to end it there. That's uh, episode 85. Uh, it's all the time we have. We'll be back next week with episode 86 more of the Spanish 
Inquisition. to come in here and say that there's trouble at the mill, that's all. I didn't expect a kind of Spanish... Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition!